everyone and welcome to round two season two that's right the thrilling 32 of the pointless 64 podcast my name is austin space uh this season we are covering the top 64 christmas songs we're narrating around that's right this is the pointless 64 podcast we take 64 something thrown into a bracket go by round by round figure out what is the best one and this season we're figuring out what is the best christmas song so before we get into it uh, maybe you should uh, listen to episode one. If you have not listened to episode one, you're going to be kind of lost. So go back, listen to episode one, fill out your bracket, and play along with us as we figure out which one is the best one. So uh, as I have every season, I bring on two wonderful experts to help me along to figure out which one is truly is because I, I I can't decide everything, folks. We need, we need a panel of good people. So my first guest is Paul LaProd. Paul is a conductor, teacher, composer and chair of the music department at the University of St. Francis. He's conducted throughout North America, including conducting choirs for the holiday season for Presidents Bush, Clinton, and Obama. I've heard of them. He's composed and arranged both vocal and orchestral music and is returning to composition after focusing on conducting throughout the Midwest. And he has an enormous collection of 1,000 Christmas CDs. That, I think, makes him qualified to join in, Paul. Welcome to episode two. How are you feeling? I'm feeling really great. Thank you for in- inviting me and to uh, be on with you and with the illustrious Kate Gordon is a true treat. That is true. And he has alluded to my second panelist, Kate Gordon. She's an international award winning soprano. She has toured the world performing on cruise ships, theaters and results remains the youngest headliner ever in downtown Las Vegas. Has sung with Andrea Bocelli. And performed for Universal Studios Orlando, Kate is one of the only singers in the world with a 4.5 octave singing range. You can buy her CD, Astonishing, from Facebook or visit her Patreon to learn more. You can also follow her at on Instagram at Miss Kate Gordon. Kate, welcome to the show. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2. How you feeling? Yay, I am feeling so excited. Okay, me too. I mean, like, I uh, look forward to seeing you guys each week and talking to you. Um, so before we get into it, let's see what our point totals are so we see where we're at. So uh, I believe Paul, uh, he, he, he has a confession to make. He undersold <laughs> himself last I episode. Um, I did. What is your a real point total so the audience can follow? 35. So that 35. means he's destroying us at 35. Kate, Basically. I believe you're at 29, right? I do. I have 29. I knew that Paul was wrong. I, knew that, <laughs> well, I honestly did. He, I was like, there's no way you have the same as me. So well, now. That's cool. You know, that that's fine because I, I felt good. We could just. Relax a little bit, but I know you're here to destroy me this week. I know. I don't know. I, I like how we're just counting me out. I know I'm losing by one point, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, I've celebrated Christmas my entire life. You never know. I could dark horse with this thing. Um, but yes, I'm at 28 points. So, oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. Nice. 
So, but the thing is, this is round two. I mean, that's only the first round. As 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 much as Paul is is uh, well, I guess he's being honest about it. This is only round two. Round two is worth two points apiece. So points okay. double as they go on. So hey, if you missed one in the first round, I think we can live with it. Unless your bracket's destroyed at something, I think you can live with it. So oh, you want to. Um, so as as we did this before, we have uh, four different categories here. We have uh, the religious legendary songs. The secular legendary songs, the secular modern songs, and the religious modern songs. If you want to go into more detail about how this bracket was put together, please listen to episode one, and uh, that will give you details on everything. But as far as I'm concerned, I want to get right into it. What do you guys say? You ready for uh, to play the thir- thrilling 32 now? Okay. Yes! 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 Let's do it. Let's start, as do always, it. with the religious legend- legendary uh, category here. This is the older songs that uh, have a religious connotation. So our first matchup is Oh Holy Night versus Christmas Oratorio. I uh, I'll start with this one because it's pretty obvious where I stand here. You know, I've uh, I have uh, uh, knocked the Christmas Oratorio for not being very palatable. Okay, not being very palatable, and uh, for for how long it is. I understand how iconic it is and and, and whatnot, but I have. I will concede the fact that it's pretty obvious that I am going with my mom's favorite Christmas song, Oh Holy Night here, the number one seed here. Um, Kate, are we sticking with the number one seed against (gasps) the legendary Bach? I know. This one is so tough because they are so different. They are. Um, It's just it's kind of like comparing apples and oranges. While I love Christmas Oratorio so much, um, I'm going to go with the number one, Oh Holy Night. I feel better about that. Do you yeah. like singing Oh Holy Night? I mean, that must be a, a huge. Oh, gosh. Right? Yeah, I do. So yeah. much so that I put it as the bonus track on my album. So you should definitely right. buy it. That's personal wonderful. personal promotion there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's what this show's about, too. you got to do this, you know? Um, yes. I'm not releasing any uh, soundtracks of me any theory. Paul, are you in agreement with us just for fun here, or are you going to defend Bach? Oh. Well, th- this is an interesting one because I'm an academic too, right? So I can yes. sit back. If I put my academic hat on, I think, oh, the Bach is so much more complex, so rich. It's like uh, Shakespeare to McCartney, and I like you know both of them in, in some ways or, or just, you know, your Instagram poet versus Shakespeare in some ways, but that's being a little harsh. Um, I think I'll so. I'll yeah. tell you why. <laughs> I know. I, I'll tell you why I'm going to go with Oh Holy Night. First of all, these are two amazing pieces, but I'm going to go with Oh Holy Night. And the reason why is I thought about it. If I'm sitting at a Christmas party, I have to exclude a lot of people to listen to the long mm-hmm. um, Christmas oratorio from beginning to end. And so I don't think I'm going to have much company except my music nerd friends for about two <laughs> hours. <laughs> you know, but Oh Holy Night is like your mom's favorite. You mentioned this, Austin. It's yeah. uh, my my mom's favorite as well. And so the moms and, and Kate's <laughs> bonus track, by the way. Is, is amazing. I have the CD. It is Aww. amazing. And uh, you should listen to it, folks. But Oh Holy Night wins simply because it's more, yeah. more practical. And let's face it, it's beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like that's an easy one here. Uh, oh Holy yeah. Night wins. Uh, Bach nice. is down. I don't know what Bach knows about music, but Oh Holy Night takes over. 
Okay, so we're going to move on to some tough matchups here because once we get to those 5-4 here, we have a 5-4 matchup. This, this one's tough. Ugh. Yeah, right? I can hear your sighing here. This is O Come All Ye Faithful versus Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Um, We were all in unison to move both of these forward, I believe. Yeah, I think, I think so. Paul... Do we go with the slight edge that seeded uh, Hark the Herald over Ocum, or are you going with the slight upset here in uh, Ocum All Ye Faithful? I think I'm going to lose today. I'm going with Ocum All Ye Faithful. I think they're really similar in some ways. You know, Ocum All Ye Hark the Herald. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but I like the idea of people coming in and inviting them into Christmas. And the other one is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. It's all about what the angels are singing. And that that's great, too, you know. But also, um, I, I like Vini Te Adoremus. I just think it's really kind of a, a an interesting piece. And I'm thinking Charlie Brown, too, right? That you know. was the thing I was going to bring up. So I'm Charlie glad you said Brown. that. Because yeah. that is the ending song to the Charlie Brown Christmas special, right? Where they sing and then they look up at the sky and the credits roll, right? Am I, am I correct? I think so. Okay. Yeah. So, and this is a personal uh, story here, which we're, we're going to bring up a little bit here and there. My uh, my dad got a huge kick out of that animation because the children sing and they're, you could only see their mouths and their noses, which is very <laughs> adorable when they're singing. Herald Angels sing. So I remember as a kid, my dad would tell me, um, I get a kick of that. I think that's really funny. You know, he just found it amusing. And, uh, so when we would go to church midnight mass, um, of course, Hark the Herald Angel Sing would be on there and we would purposely sing just like the Charlie Brown gang, the peanuts gang and held our heads up and sang like that and smiled at our dad. And he, he really enjoyed it. I mean, that's, that's the only way to sing the song in my book. So that's how <laughs> we did it. So my favoritism does go towards, uh, Hark the Herald Angels thing for that personal connection that I wow. have. Um, so I am going at that higher seat. I really like Hark the Herald Angels thing. So we leave it to Kate here. <laughs> a deciding factor in this very tough matchup. What do you think? How exciting. You know, really, I just thought angels. Who needs them? <laughs> oh, come all you faithful. That's I'm going with Oh Come All Ye Faithful for the oh, win. Man. No, that personal yeah, story just, didn't sway you. Wow, I, I, I just you know, to buried me, my heart. I'm I'm sorry about that, Austin, but I got I gotta go with my gut on this one. Okay. I just um Oh Come All Ye Faithful, like Paul said, it's just a great invitation mm-hmm. um in the song, and I just. Like I'm smiling, like talking about it. That one really um, makes me happy and uh, makes me think about like family and being together. So I'm going to go with, oh, come on, you faithful. That may or may not destroy my bracket. No spoilers, (gasps) but that may or may not destroy my bracket. Not going to say anything. We'll do that in the post. (laughs) I don't know. Wow. Okay. I mean, that is a tough one. Oh, call him all you faith. I mean, that is a really tough one. I just really have a personal connection to, I mean, I think a lot of us with certain Christmas songs we do, um, that one is really special to me. All right. All right. We'll move forward. Ave Maria versus joy to the world. Um, so I believe this bracket had all the favorites move forward. So this is just pretty Mm -hmm. down the road here. Um, Kate, let's begin with you. 
Um, versus Joy to the World. What you thinking? Okay. Oh, I, this one was personally very hard. I really enjoy them both so much. Um, so I had to think about. Oh gosh. Uh, so Ave Maria. Um, slower, beautiful. Yeah. Um, joy to the world. Up tempo fun and the fun won out on this one for me um I just joy to the world again it's a song that everyone knows and everyone can sing along to it as well which I think is huge for this um Ave Maria a lot of people know um when they hear it but they might not know uh the words to it so That's I'm going with joy to the world. I, th- I think you made a good points there. I mean, uh, Paul, what are you thinking with uh, Kate's comments here about yeah. joy to the world versus Ave Maria? I think Kate is just uh, her comments were spot on. I really <laughs> And you know, I was looking at some of the other brackets and thinking about how we eliminated some pieces because we weren't really sure if they were christmas pieces i was about to echo that yeah yeah i mean this one is you know hail mary full of grace ave maria and so forth and and i know that's what elizabeth says when she meets mary she goes hey mary guess what you're gonna have a kid you know what i mean you're full of grace all these great things can happen but it's before the christmas story it's it's sort of a foreshadowing and also, Kate, you probably can answer this. Haven't you sung Ave Maria for weddings and other things? Yes, um, yeah. I've sung it at a wedding. I've actually also sung it at funerals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Weird. <laughs> it's just it's kind of a song for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it's a Marian yeah. song, you know, and so yeah. for that reason, and, and there are a whole bunch of them, but Joy to the World, I Kate said it, it's good vibe. Joy to yeah. the World, I want to just jump and sing, you know? I know! <laughs> I, uh, I'm i with you both, I picked Joy to the World, and a lot of it was because of what um, uh, Paul said, and I want to echo that, yeah. it's like, I, I, when I think of Christmas... Yeah, you're right. The versatility of Ave Maria is 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 wonderful, but I'm not going. That's a Christmas song. Joy of the World is like obvious Christmas song, and yeah. and the fact that it's also there's like isn't there an alternative version that's more secular where they change the verses up or something like that? And it's yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, uh-huh. Joy to the world, all the boys and girls. I can't do it right, but you know what I'm saying. That that yep. different takes. So. Oh, joy are you- to the world. Right. Yeah. Three yes. dog night. Three dog night. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, the original one. Yeah. So I think we. That's an easy one for us here. Um. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh. To the next one. We got a seven seed versus a two seed. We've got. Um. God rest ye merry gentlemen versus Silent Night. Uh. I'll start because I have a particular bias here. I have. Mm. I have never really been a fan of God rest ye merry gentlemen, never really been a fan of that song. Uh, I think when I was introduced to it, it's like, it's a very older gentleman chanting that song. And uh, I don't know really how it competes with silent night, the story behind silent night, the iconic stuff of silent night, as we've referenced in the first episode, my, my first book silent night was the number two song in that book. So um, I just don't see (laughs) in my personal opinion, how, God rest you, Mary Gentlemen, stands 
stands a chance against Silent Night, especially with all the covers, especially like the amount of sung in different languages. Um, Paul, what are you thinking here? Uh, are, are you with me on this? Are we going with the, the easy favorite Silent Night against the gentleman? <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. You know, I'm a guitarist I was at, at first and, and it was mirrored on guitar. So I like that about it. And really, God rest you, married gentlemen. How about the women? I'm still stuck yep. on that. I know. <laughs> Basically sexist. No, I know. No. I'm kind of kidding about that. But you I know, know, I know. Silent, this is, yeah. Silent Night, man. How could it not be? Yeah, Silent Night, in my opinion. Are we moving into the Sweet 16 easily, Kate Gordon? I mean, you must love singing Silent Night, right? Yeah, of course. Easily Silent Night. I actually do like God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. Um, But Silent Night, especially in German. Really? Oh, yeah. um, Just gives me the chills. There's nothing like it. So, yeah, easily. Have you... um... There's a couple of, have you sung that song in a different language before, Kate? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the times, actually, um, it's pretty common to sing one verse in German and then yeah. switch to English and then go back and forth from there. Because I'm sure, like, most of us were taught, like you said, in school. Um, so there's some really cool history with Silent Night. Mm-hmm. Um with the Germans and the Americans fighting on Christmas and they just started singing. And so there was no fighting. So it was like an evening of peace or Christmas Eve, I think it was rather. And um, you could hear them both on the battlefield uh, singing in their own language, Silent Night. So I think that's really cool too. That is rad. Um, Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, Silent Night takes it. Let's uh, continue religious, but more modern more modern yeah. here uh, the only upset in that round was uh was oh come all ye faithful so let's move on we've got now this is going to be really fascinating so i wonder how much we destroyed kate's bracket here in this religious modern era where oh. where this right where this 16 oh. seed took down the juggernaut uh little drummer boy oh uh, oh little town of Bethlehem <sighs> has beaten that and i can hear it and that's 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 tough. This is how it goes, man. I'm still mad about that one. So we are with, which I think the first time, I mean, we've only been doing the show for two seasons now. This is the first 16 seed that has advanced, I believe. Uh, yes, this is the first 16 that has advanced. Now, we've got a little town of Bethlehem versus what child is this? I think we reserve Kate for last year because of her unusual situation. <laughs> <laughs> so paul where do we stand with a little town of bethlehem which you went out on a limb and went for it and somehow uh i was with you where did you see this advancing um beating what child is this does okay. this cinderella story continue you know what it, it, it is really hard on this round because no matter what we say no to is really a, a wonderful piece, right? No matter it's, what. It gets tougher and tougher. It gets tougher. And, and I love A Little Town of Bethlehem. It's not overdone and so forth. But, you know, the other one is Green Sleeves, right? Da, 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 da. And the thing I really love about What Child Is This is it's in this minor thing. Da, 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 da. And then it 
goes this, this in major. And it seems so hopeful and exciting to me when I get there. So the other one is really sedate, but I like the drama and I like the green sleeves tune. And I'm going to go with what child is this, even though you and I went on a limb last time. I will. I'm going to dissent from this one because of some of the things you made. So this, I know this is going to bite me later down the road with Carol of the Bells. I know it's going to bite me, but I have to be honest with everybody. I almost prefer the green sleeves medley on its own without the lyrics, because it is, I kind of like people know what green sleeves is, you know, that's yeah. that, that I also think uh, transcends Christmas. Like, 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 am I incorrect yeah. in saying that? Yeah. Right. So by default, that's why I went with Old Little Town of Bethlehem, just because of the Christmas connotation and the Christmas points, if you will. <laughs> you know, we talk about diva points with Paul and Christmas points with me here. I <laughs> went and I want to continue the Cinderella story of a little town of Bethlehem for a little bit longer. Am I being too optimistic with this, Kate Gordon? For, did, did you have a horse in this race? Do you have both? Do you have either? Or? So I am like totally out on that one. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Okay. So you have neither of them. So, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm looking at my bracket and it's not pretty for this one. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So I missed those. Um. So I don't know how much you want my vote to count. I appreciate you asking. Mm -hmm. Hey, we want it. Okay. We both okay. of us want it equally. Okay. You bet. You bet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry, Austin. I'm going to have to side with Paul on this one. What child is this? All right. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you're going to, I mean, at least we have a fun person deciding in this one. <laughs> I, I, tried. I tried, you know, um, <laughs> But the higher seed makes it good for a little town of Bethlehem moving forward, I guess. I, I will say this getting where it went. Um, I tried. All righty. All righty. Trying to go with big upsets, making – I'm I, man, I'd be losing a ton of money here if I was to say. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got a classic 5-4 matchup here. We've got uh, Mary Digeneau versus Okami Manuel. Um, so this is uh, much like uh, the previous 5-4 matchup, but pretty mm -hmm. close as it gets here. Um, Kate, where are we standing? Do we want to come Emmanuel? Do we want Mary? Did you know? Oh, gosh. <laughs> a point, right? So seriously, another tough one. But for me, so my brain is going to, okay, what do I want to sing as a solo? <laughs> yep. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, me too. Which may or may not be the best, um, strategy going about this i picked it based off a cartoon in one of my picks so you know you know totally <laughs> fair you do you so i'm exactly. gonna do me and i am choosing mary did you know going with the upset mary did you know why is that yeah. more fun to sing than oh come emmanuel in your perspective uh i the story of mary did you know is uh really dramatic Mm -hmm. Um, you know, she's saying, uh, Mary, did you know that your child is going to be the savior of the whole world? 
holy cow, Mary, like, what do you think about that? Like, that's a heavy, that's a big message to be delivering, right? Yeah, and then Mary and just so, sits there and gets bombarded with questions. <laughs> <laughs> she you know? does. Did you know she, this, this, and this? She's and a good listener. And, and it's like, it's like, and, and then at the end of the song, she's like, yeah, I knew. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what do you think? Uh, do you oh. like, uh, do you like the five seed over the four seed here? What are you thinking? I struggled with this one because I see oh. everything that Kate sees in it. I'm over there. Yeah. You know, and, and, and then I, I then I'm looking at Ocom. Oh, you know, Emmanuel, which is an older song. I think it's fourth century, you know, wow. and that, mm-hmm. yeah, I know that amazes me about it. And I don't know if you know about a group called the Civil Wars. I don't know if you remember them too. Yeah. You know, they, sing the, but... uh, they sing the most bang up version of Ocom Emmanuel. They really do. And cool. I listened to it the other day and I was just blown away. And, uh, you know, it, it's weird. I'm going to disagree with Kate because Mary <gasps> did know. Mary did know. What? The, angel, the angel appeared and said, hey, guess what, Mary? Hey, you've got something big going on. And and he did. And, and so the angel came to Mary. Mary did know. And so, but I get it because I love the drama. I think it's a more fun song to sing. But oh boy, oh, come Emmanuel. Just, I, I don't know. For me, it's, you know, it's the only Gregorian chant here. I don't know. I, I kind of just, I like mm. it. I wonder, you know, Kate, I wonder if in another century, if we're going to yeah. know Mary, did you know, or O Come, O Come Emmanuel. And so I, I'm putting on that hat. But boy, you could convince me so easily. But I'm, I'm going to, yeah. this is where I'm going to lose today. I know it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Austin. Austin. Right. This. This one was actually easier for me than both of you, and I will say oh. this. Wow. The uh, the good news for the show is that this makes basically Kate Gordon the arbiter of every conversation we'll have in the religious modern bracket because I am going with Ocom Emmanuel. <laughs> oh boy. Because of my joking my joking, oh my gosh. not disdain, but my joking, like, eh, for the song of Mary, did you know this bombardment of questions with Ocum Emanuel? I mean, honestly, I'm not oh like this God. enormous fan of either of them, uh-huh. um, but I do like Ocum Emanuel more, and I do associate with that Christmas, Christmas a little more. Um, so, and I like a little more, you know periods in my song than all these questions like the Riddler wrote it or something. So we're going to go with <laughs> our cummy manual here. Uh, all right. You know, but Kate, you're going to, I mean, we're going to have a field day with you in uh, upcoming. <laughs> I already can't even read this section of my bracket. So listen, you oh, don't know God. what's happening with different people and who has their, I mean, we've kept it all secret who has their number oh, one. God. And anybody could pull it out because it's only three people. You know, yeah. we, could, we could still destroy Paul in a round that we don't even know about, you know. Yeah, so, Paul. That's we true. never know. I think it's going to be this one. <laughs> I think it's going to be this one. I'm going to be destroyed. It's so funny because Paul like goes out on a limb going, I don't know. And I go, I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. All right. So I think I'm going to I think I know where I'll stand. So I'll begin on the next matchup. We got to basically the rest of this is all uh 6-3 to 7-2. So we got Christmas Cannon versus 
angels we have heard on high here. So I'm going to save Kate for this because I think I know where we stand on this. Paul, I believe, is not big on Christmas canon, and he uh, expressed some, I guess, uh, mild annoyance with the or overplaying of Trans-Siberian Orchestra during the Christmas season. Paul, um, am I correct in saying that you're moving angels that we have heard on high over uh, the popular Christmas canon tune? Yes, you know, and I am, and and you're right. I think it's been overplayed, but I'm not. You know, I don't want to harp on that. It's just that you know, I, I love the glow, and and being French Canadian, um, this is a big one, and, and mm. it's a French tune, and I learned it in French first. And so I've got all these childhood associations. So I'm the one who's going to pull that out on this one, Austin. Yeah, <laughs> the personal, yeah. yeah. Now, in the French version, do they do the oh, all that uh, as oh, well? Oh, yeah. It's Gloria in Excelsis Deo, because that, that part's in Latin. Mm-hmm. So yes. you could be anywhere, anywhere and sing the same words of that section. Yep. Yeah. Now, I remember singing this in church, obviously. We all have sing this in church. Uh, right. That part with the oh is laughable to me <laughs> like i remember looking at my class because I, I went to a what? i went oh. to a i grew up in a catholic uh school and yeah. would, you know i'd be with my classmates sometimes when i'd go to church every first friday and whatever and just singing this song i would just laugh because it's 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 borderline ridiculous like, <laughs> it's like, so, like if you can't sing which the majority of the uh you know uh People attending church can't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, I can't. I know I can't. Singing this is demanding. And um, that's true. That's and so true. I'm, I'm sitting here like laughing at it. And I'm like looking at my sister and we're like, oh, and we're like taking nine breaths while Kate could do it and then still breathe underwater for the next four minutes. <laughs> but I'm just like, this is, it is this hard. Is, this is it is hard. This is crazy. What, what do you want me to do here? You know, I'm trying, but this is crazy. I can't go with it. And I do like Trans-Siberian. I'm, you know. I'm the populist guy. Uh, Kate, uh, since you're the arbiter here, uh, are you going with the easy favorite, Heard on High versus uh, Christmas Cannon? I am. That's what that's what I'm gonna decide. Okay. Is it is it uh, fun to sing? Because it seems funny. It is. <laughs> it's so much fun. But I do understand uh, what you're saying, especially about that particular section um, in the song. If you are not uh, really preparing your body for what's coming up in front of you by taking that full breath and knowing how much uh, force to let out when you're singing, <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're going to have some problems. So I get it. But yeah, it's super fun to sing. No way I could do that. So, <laughs> okay. I will, I've got some good news. I will give you a breather here because mm. I have no horse in this upcoming race here because I really, I really like the low end seeds in this bracket. I love oh. Um And that didn't make it so far. So our All next right. matchup, we three Kings versus do you hear what I hear? I have nobody announcing, so I'm going to sit back and watch you two duke it out, or maybe an agreement, and I don't have to make the decision. And since we've ended with Kate, why don't we start with Kate so she has something in this round, in this area, to start awesome. with. Um, we Three Kings, which we heard a very interesting uh, information on the last episode, if you want to listen to that. I thought that was yeah. very interesting. 
versus do you hear what I hear, the number two seed? Kate, what are you thinking on this matchup, seven versus two? Yeah, so this one I can actually talk about because (laughs) I I can actually really talk about them because I picked both of these um, and got them right last time. And this time I am going to go with, do you hear what I hear? Oh, I just love it. I just love it. Um, It just makes me happy. Uh, We three Kings. It's great. You know, we, we learned more about it. Um, Love that. And yeah, so cool. Right. But I'm coming more from a singing perspective and it's just, it's a little boring to me um, when it comes to singing. You know, I could do We Three Kings of Orient are, you know, fine, whatever. But then you get, do you hear what I hear? Like, I just, I want to, I want to sing, do you hear what I hear? We Three Kings is like, Meh to me. It's all right. I just like songs that uh, end in a question mark because you were big on Mary, did you know? And now, do you hear what I hear? Do you just like asking questions when you sing songs? Wow. I just just (laughs) learned something about myself. Yes. The answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, I'm sitting back. I heard Kate's arguments. Do I have to settle a debate or are you just going with do you hear what I hear, Paul? I would be surprised. You would be surprised? Would if you went with mine. You would. Well, I guess I don't want to surprise you then. I'll go with We Three Kings. I, you know, I'm going to tell <laughs> yeah. you, Kate, I do I do like to hear what I hear. Yeah, of course. Night wind to the little lamb, a star. My favorite part of that is a star. The star. Yeah. These are both star pieces, right? Mm-hmm. The kings are looking for the star in this mm-hmm. one. I just, you know, I, I'll, I'll say... I'll admit, I'm stuck on what I learned about the Three Kings being sort of an opera, and I'm still so fascinated with that, I can't see past it. So it's my shortcoming, and I guess we have to rely on Austin. But Kate, you're right, probably, and I'll, like in a year or so, I'll regret this. But yeah. <laughs> Well. Any rebuttal, Austin? Kate? Any, any rebuttal? I mean. No. No, no rebuttal. No. All right. Time to sell it. I like uh, We Three Kings. Okay. <laughs> what? Are you serious? I'm shocked. I, we I, Three Kings I'm honestly one of my shocked. Favorites. It's, it's always been one of my favorites. Um, Holy cow. Because wow. uh, I originally had We Three Kings go against Go Tell It, and I gave it to Go Tell It because of I found that uh, the, the African origins of that song were really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I struggled with that matchup more so than I struggled with this matchup. Wow. Um, we Three Kings, hey. and I love that bridge where they go, oh, a lot easier than, oh, just, you know, two O's. And I'm like, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you do make a great point. Two stars going at it here. And uh, that was fun. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Speak for I, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Oh boy, I'm, Paul! I'm shocked. Punk. I'm shocked. I didn't expect that. This is this, this is, is so. <laughs> this is getting sad over here for me. <laughs> oh, we just never know what's gonna happen, and I'm going with We Three Kings. So, 
Okay. Well, years we got uh, in our sweet 16, right? Yeah. We got an eight seed and a seven seed. What child is this? And we three kings, um, which is very cool to see some lower seeds come through there. Um, Paul's going to be convincing both of us going forward if we want to keep them going or destroy them, Kate. We might have to play some games. Oh Let's my. move on to the secular side, you know. Uh, I already made my Roseanne joke last one, so I can't do that again. So we'll just move <laughs> right over to the secular side here. We've got the number one seed. I mean, this – I keep saying it, and it's really true. This is one stacked section, the mm-hmm. secular legendary section. Have yourself a very Merry Christmas. Uh, have yourself a – what is it? Am I, did I say that right? Yeah. Versus Jingle Bell Rock. Um, hmm. Kate. What are you thinking here on this one? Oh, man. This one was hard for me. Okay. Um, again, they're pretty different feels, pretty different songs. But uh, I'm I'm going to go with uh, one of my idols here and move forward, have yourself. Really? Ugh, okay. Just I just love it. Yeah, so, so beautiful. And it's the number one seed. I mean, yeah. so other people love it, too, mm-hmm. um, which I think is is big. I believe it's number one on Ranker, the number one rated overall. So that is nothing to wow. sneeze at. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Feel good about it. Paul, uh, are you in agreement with Kate here? Uh, do we stick with the safe pick with uh, Have Yourself – against uh the the other very popular jingle bell rock here i mean mm-hmm. this is th- this is not i don't think any of these matchups are easy what are you thinking i don't think it's easy at all i mean i i, I struggled this one i i agree with yeah. Kate. this is really tough you know and uh the guitarist in me thinks back to that time when i spent the entire christmas season when i was getting starting my first lead parts trying to learn you know the jingle jingle bell rock i thought that was just the best thing in the world but i'm going with kate have yourself well kate if he went the other way it would have been really mean because i like jingle bell rock here over this one you think you were going against you might be going against me and paul's just sitting here racking up points is what it's what this is coming to i know Um, it kind of feels like it I thought I was going to lose that round. I really thought so. So I'm shocked. I'm really? Shocked. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, you thought Kate would uh, pick Jingle Bell Rock over this one? You know, I wasn't sure, but I thought for sure that you would. And I said, I don't know the way Kate's going to go on this. The, no mind, wow. the yeah. mind games. You just got to yeah. go with your gut. That's how I tell my That's guests. That's it. Go with your gut. See what happens. You never know. A little town of Bethlehem may move forward. You just got to go with it. <laughs> Uh, but to be fair, I mean, this is, I mean, flip a coin, to be honest here. I yeah. know points. I'm not even, I have my issues with Jingle Bell Rock as well. I mean, I, I really do. Um, so I have, I'm, I'm a little less personal on this one, but I mean, this, as I said, this brackets, this, this area, the secular legendary is so uh, tough. All yeah. right. So uh, we all were in unison, I believe last week on number, on, the 12 seed rocking around this Christmas tree uh, because uh, uh, Paul put it, it's a much more pleasant, upbeat song in uh, in mm-hmm. 2020. We need over I'll Be Home for Christmas. But guys, it is going against the number one song in my book, Jingle Bells, here. My little <laughs> book. This is not an easy matchup at all. Like, I'm just going to keep saying this. Um, 
Paul, <laughs> start the conversation. What are we doing with this guy? I think I, I can actually tell you, I think I'm going to crash and burn on this one. And I think <laughs> you're both going to choose, but I'm not going to. Oh, so, OK. So I thought to myself, I'm going to do the research on this baby. And I was curious. And I found the original melody for Jingle Bells, which is really shocking. It wow. goes, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Mm, no. Oh, no. Weird. No, exactly. No. So then the question is, are we really judging the new version, Jingle Bells, which is the fixed up version? Someone fixed it up. Or the original. See? And so for me, the original was just not cutting it. And whoever fixed it, thank you very yeah, much. Oh, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, know, oh. whoever, I have no idea if it was a music teacher or somebody else. But anyway, somebody did it, you know, and, and thank heavens, because then we can sing it. And of course, just like everybody else, I want to sing this um, all the time. And I struggled with it. But I also read some other things about this. And I think that my heart's going to kind of go to rocking around, and I think I'm going to crash and burn. Wow. Because the, the lead part, the guitarist in me wants to at least stick out my neck once. And, you know, that, that's kind of a cool one. I think you said something really interesting last week, Austin, about there being a 12-year-old or something like that singing this, someone really young. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. She was 12 I mean, or 13 when she recorded this, and that's a fascinating story. She just sounds... She must sound like she's in her, you know, late 20s, early 30s or something like that. I mean, that I, I mean, maybe it's different how it's recorded and, and, and whatnot. But the girl was 12 years old. That's wow. incredible wow. song for a 12 year old to sing and to have the iconic stamp on that song. Like, that's the one we all think of her cover. Yeah. I mean, there's been other covers, but that is the original cover. I might be leading my hand here because because you, you said it and. uh Jingle Bells is almost, this is like, this is like adult language here, but this is like the basic B of, of Christmas songs. Um, so I, I am with Paul and I like rocking around the Christmas tree what? over Jingle Bells somehow. I am um, shocked. Even, it's I'm number shocked. one in the book, but I really, really like rocking around and Kate is looking at me. <laughs> oh my God. I just, like, can't even believe this right now. Okay, I just, like, how could you guys not pick Jingle Bells? Like, okay, it's not my favorite, but what? It's Jingle Bells. Literally every single child, person, literally everyone knows this. Jingle Bells, you guys. Shame on you both. That's all I have to say. Well, what do you make of that original thing? That's horrible. That sucks. I don't know how sure, to Sure, it sucks, but it's not the version that we know. Well, I'll like, say this. When they birthed Rocket Around the Christmas Tree, it was beautiful. And then Jingle oh. Bells was like, oh, man, we got we to we put you into plastic surgery. So that's like... like that's, Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> Paul, I don't know how you're winning all these upsets, but... Uh, I thought it was going to crash and burn. I really... Unreal. I I told Kate, I said, I think I think you're going to win this week by by, you know, amazing amounts. And I I don't know what's happening here. I really oh, well, don't. We, 
you still got plenty to go. And if you irritate wow. us enough, Paul, you might you might lose. It might hurt you in the long run. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're taking down big dogs here, but uh, we're gonna move on because this one this one I think I'll go last on because I don't have a horse in this race here. Okay. Um, you two both went with the upset Rudolph um, to beat Holly Jolly Christmas, which was a crazy matchup too. Uh, we're going against um, it's it's Rudolph be, uh, going against it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. These this is I mean this is a great matchup here, guys. Uh, two great classic songs. Um, Kate, since I uh, broke your heart in that uh, last round, why don't you mm-hmm. begin here and then we'll see if this uh, becomes a debate while I kick back and see okay. you guys debate Rudolph here. Okay. Man, um, again, I'm, I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm going to use my logic from the last matchup that we just did. Mm -hmm. Rudolph is one of those classic songs that everyone knows. And, you know, there's that, the funny version where you say, um, like a light bulb. Yeah. Okay. Um, that we used to do in Girl Scouts and mm. going around and yeah, it's just cute. It's fun. I love the Rudolph movie too, which is super adorable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Rudolph on this one. It's just a fun, fun song. Paul, what are you thinking here? I mean, it's an 11 seed going against the number three. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. That's, I mean, that's a good song too. Do, yeah, do you agree with Kate? Yeah, and beginning to look like Christmas is written by the guy who wrote the musical Music Man. So mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that is so cool. And I struggle. I have to say, maybe out of all of the contenders, all the pairings we've done for this week, this is the one I struggled with the most. Really? Um, wow. But you know, my heart goes with Rudolph just because of all the childhood associations. Yeah. Yay! Well, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what I say, but Kate, if he went with, uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I would have went with Rudolph anyway. I, I'm with you on oh. Rudolph, with everybody on Rudolph here. Oh, um, thank so goodness. I a jolly moving forward. Um, I needed that. I needed like, that one. I, we're not completely at odds here, Kate, but I do like Rudolph. Uh, yeah, as it's well. awesome. I mean, everybody knows that song. and it's uh, Right. The only problem I have with Rudolph is when he, after he saved Christmas, he saved New Year's. And then I learned that he also saved the 4th of July. And I'm like, this is. What? <laughs> I didn't know that. I was at this bar back when we could have, you know, a social life. And, I, I you know, I talk about random things. That's why I do this podcast. I talk about random things. And I said, Rudolph, he saved New Year. And then somebody goes, he also saved Fourth of July. And I went, no, he didn't. And then I looked it up. And, yes, he saved Independence Day. Oh, my Whoa. goodness. Yes. So, yeah. Powerful. He just saves before, all. Before Will Smith did. I know. I know. Amazing. We love a aliens. All righty then. Um, apparently that sequel to Independence Day was pretty bad. Anybody see that? I did not. I'm just going to pretend like it doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah, I did. My kids said, hey, dad, and and, and we were bored. Yeah, <laughs> sounds right. Yeah, we didn't make it through. All right. Well, I think we know where I lean on this, so I'll start here. We've got Deck the Halls versus Carol of the Bells. My favorite is Carol of the Bells. I love Carol of the Bells. It's the best. I love that song. It's my favorite Christmas song. I do like Deck the Halls actually a lot, but Carol of the Bells, uh, to me personally, um, it's just a beautiful medley. I love uh, – I, I just love – I mean the bells ringing. Ukrainian bell carol. I'm 50% Ukrainian. Guys, 
do you hate me? Do you want Carol Bells to go down? Uh, what are you thinking? Paul LaProte. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, this this round is a tough one. I like the idea that Deck the Halls is fun to sing with four people, but I'm a choir guy. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to lean toward Carol the Bells. You know, yeah. just it's fun. We in agreement. Kate looks like she's in agreement here. Yes, I love Carol the Bells as well. Um, man, it can it can make you feel so many different things, right? It can make you feel Amazing. happy and excited. It can be almost a little spooky, yes. depending on yes. on how the the presentation is um, and haunting. Uh, yeah, love I get that a song. majestic feeling with Carol yeah. the Bells. It's very right, definitely. Yes. Um, it's very versatile in what emotions that can drive. So I'm glad we did oh, that. Yeah. I'm holding on to my baby, Carol the Bells. <laughs> Yay. Um, let's move on. We're wrapping up here. Yeah, see, this is a lot more palatable once we get through that big 64, right? Let's wow. get to the secular modern era here. Nice. So uh, these are the mm-hmm. modern songs, uh, secular songs. Let's do it. Um, this one, where are we here? Okay. Merry Christmas, darling, versus You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, the uh, the Carpenters, versus the classic uh, Grinch tune uh, from the cartoon here. Um, Kate, you were big on the Carpenters. You talked about that during our oh, yeah. in that in that episode. Do you like it going even further? Do you like it as an upset pick? Oh, gosh. This one was actually so so tough for me i think i'm gonna shock everyone here and go Whoa. with yeah i have gone with grinch really? over merry wow. christmas darling yeah as much as i love merry christmas darling it's beautiful it's a great um alto showcase uh but i don't think it has the power of the grinch song this fantastic uh, base showcase. Mm. Um, who doesn't love the Grinch yeah. in any form, right? Whether it's the cartoon, the Jim Carrey, the new, uh, I believe it was DreamWorks yeah, animation was, studio. Uh, Benedict yeah, Netflix. I believe was the Grinch. Yeah, yeah, they're all good, and it's a story I think everyone loves. So everyone knows the Grinch song, and it's awesome. I got to go with Grinch. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's tough to recuse yourself. Yeah. That was so hard. Yeah. Um, Paul, uh, that makes the blow a little easier. Are we going with the number one seed? I am going with Grinch uh, for all the reasons Kate said. It's so imaginative and it's very different from anything else. And, you know, after listening to all the others, if we listen to all of our other top seeds and then Grinch came on, I think I'd get a little bit of a smile. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's just something different and majestic and, and, and magical about it. I'm with you. Uh, I love The Grinch. It's a great cover. It's a great song. Uh, the fact that we talked about how it's uh, it's more of a, uh, a song for a bass, right? Like, in my, in my, mm-hmm. I'm learning on this show. Yeah. Uh, and those one-liners are really funny and uh, really great. So that moves on. I mean, that's a strong contender there. Um, oh, yeah. In that yeah, one. Yeah. So I wonder how far it'll go. Um. All right, so we'll move on to this one. I think we're not going to spend too much time on this. I'm just throwing it out there. We've got wonderful, What a Wonderful World versus Feliz Navidad. 
Basically, uh, if you missed last episode, you shouldn't be listening. But if you want to just cheat, one of one basically got through because we basically despised uh, a fairy tale of New York, which Paul uh, eloquently put a nightmare of New York. Um, <laughs> Feliz Navidad is fun. Um, and it's a great song. What a wonderful world. It's also a great song, but it is barely a Christmas song in my heart. I go Feliz Navidad easy here. Uh, Kate, you said you've sung what a wonderful world at, at, at Christmas uh, performances before, but it doesn't beat Feliz Navidad really. No, it doesn't. I have sung what a wonderful world, um, by request at, at Christmas gigs, but it's always kind of weird to do that. I mean, yeah. it's, amazing Feliz Navidad is so cool you can rock out to it you yeah. can kind of add your own percussion grab some maracas you know <laughs> oh it's amazing yeah I picked Feliz Navidad love it wow yeah uh Paul we all in agreement well this is interesting but not for the same reasons I like oh, what okay. a wonderful, I have to say I like what a wonderful world better as a song but sure. it doesn't mean yeah. that I think it's Christmassy because I don't think it's necessarily a Christmas song. I think yeah. it could be sung a lot of different times. And But I learned something really interesting about Feliz Navidad. Okay, so as, as a musician, I'm like, there are only four chords, you know, and I just, I get tired playing it. But <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather dance to it. I'd rather sing at a bar with it. I'd rather, you know, have my buddies get along. That's fine. But, um, you know, th- I found out that its singer, the guy who wrote it, um, actually almost lost his entire career because he did a soulful version of the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, oh, say, can you see? And back then, which was like in the early 70s, it, I mean, we hear it all the time now, right? People do the Star Oh, yeah, Spangled super common. Right. He was the first to try something different, and, and he nearly lost his whole career. Wow. Because, <gasps> yeah. Wow. I mean, now it would be cool, but back then he almost lost his whole career. And this song, Feliz Navidad, saved him. And he was one of the first really famous rock era Latino singers. And, wow. You know, and so, you know, props for him for coming out with something so amazing. And for the song, I'm giving it extra credit simply because it, you know, he was treated unjustly in a time that wasn't as open as it is mm-hmm. now. And this song saved him, and he's a good guy. And, you know, even though it's not my favorite song, I love it for other reasons. So yeah. I think that's a great – yeah, I mean, he – I've seen him perform – like, I, when I was going through it, listening to this, his performance of this song, it's, it's really fun to watch. I, I'm oh, not cool. even, like, this amazing Feliz Navidad fan, but Sweet. watching it, it's just like, how can you not be infectious? He's, he, he's very passionate. And this song is going to live past him for hundreds of years, forever. I mean, this is going to okay. be the – Spanish Christmas anthem for it really is you know yeah Gwen so, Stefani does a great job too you know she's okay. got a really nice version of it yeah Love well her. we uh, we're in agreement there we move on I like this this one's a little easier for us a little Yay. Less we wrap up uh, episode two so we're going with Wham versus Belief so I don't know even know where to start with here we've got Kate here who likes Believe Josh Groban Polar Express. We've got, uh, you know, Paul. Paul is not. I, if if I'm not if I'm correct, he's not big on Last Christmas with Wham because you hear it everywhere. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll start and see where we go, and then we'll move to Paul afterwards. I like Last Christmas just because after discovering it, and I feel like it's just more. Believe's good. Believe is probably the better song, but 
the legacy that we don't know the legacy of it. I mean, with, with all due respect, not a lot of people saw polar express. And once I say what last Christmas is, everybody knows what it is. You know, wham has, in my opinion, I don't, I don't, I'm not this big music person. (laughs) If I, if Josh Groban versus wham, I think more people know who Josh Groban is, you know, right. Is, is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So I went with the I went with the favorite. I went with Last Christmas here. Um, Paul, are you contesting? Do you want Believe to move forward here? Or? You know what? I know I'm going to go down in flames on this one, but I, I I like Believe. I I just always it moved me in a different way. Last Christmas to me was just like okay, cool, that's fine. It's pop. It's but, pop. And yeah. and it's fun pop, you know. And and yeah. yet Believe sometimes moves me depending who's singing it. And, you know, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure that both of them would be fine for me at a Christmas party, but believe makes me go, ah, oh, every once in a while, you know, I, I get the little tingle. Uh, Kate Gordon, <laughs> you have a soft spot for Polar Express here. I do. And is I this going to be love it. wham? Yeah, for me, um, yes, it's believe on this one. How does it I've feel got, on the other end crushing me as opposed to the Yeah, the, the I've, I've got to go with um, Polar Express, Believe. I'm I'm a big, big fan of this song. And Last Christmas is, is okay to me. I think like Paul said at a party, it's a great, yeah. you know, background tune. Even to, to sing um, at a gig or something, it's, it's one uh, a lot of people know and like, but believe we're really talking about the integrity of the song itself that is the better song um i will say this did anybody i i I, when i was going through this anybody watch the the music wham's music video for last christmas it's really weird (laughs) (laughs) they go to like a ski resort with their like they're coupled up and then one guy starts flirting with another guy's girl like that's kind of what happens, and then they just go skiing, and then they leave. <laughs> that was really strange. Then they sum it up pretty well. I mean, that's I'm, I'm like, yeah, okay. And everything's just fine then. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Problem solved. Just go skiing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, very bizarre. But Josh Groban's just like. I'm George Groban, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I think this one is an easy another layup because I, in, in my personal opinion, Mariah Carey. I mean, Mariah Carey, man, she's gonna just she might steamroll over depending on what her competition is. She beats Snoopy's Christmas. Am I right? All I want for Christmas is you, uh, Kate. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Like I know we're all Charlie Brown fans here, so it's kind of sad to see Snoopy go. But this is Mariah Carey in her prime when she yeah. could actually sing. Um, I will, I will uh, make a note of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like she this was a modern one, and I thought it was good. This is this is legit. Um, I would. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna take a quick little side story about this real quick. So a few years ago. At the uh, Washington, D.C. Christmas tree lighting ceremony, which is like a big deal to be invited. You're invited by the president Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of, you know, um, dignitaries around, a lot of celebrities. And it's a big, big to do at the taping. I'm going to say I want all I all I want for Christmas is you to win, by the way. Okay. Um, 
at the taping, it took Mariah Carey probably, oh God, definitely over 10 takes to get her vocals right because she couldn't hit the notes. Why, I don't know why. Um, yeah, I, I just, I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the show. This is the show, you know. Uh, this is. This is a show. So look it up if you want to have like a fun cringe moment. Um, it's it's so excellent. Uh, but yeah, that's a song everyone associates with Christmas now in the modern era, which is what we're talking about with this bracket. So all I want for Christmas is you. Paul, do you want to just move forward without trashing Mariah Carey or do you want <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? It's it's kind of funny. I agree, of course. I, I think, you know, basically it's Motown, isn't it? You're like, all I want for Christmas yeah. sounds just like uh, the Supremes in its own way, except yeah. you've got Mariah at her best. And also, yeah. you know, Snoopy's Christmas is really good, but I remember hearing the original version of what it came from. It's actually a copy of another song called The Red Baron, you know? Yeah. 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 You remember that, right? And so I'm over there going, all right, well, they made some extra money. I get it. So that <laughs> changed, that taints it for me a little bit. And, you know, all I want for Christmas is just, it's iconic. Yeah. It really is. So, wow. Yes, we're in agreement. All of us. Now, Yay. It will it will be okay. Everything Mariah Carey has not turned to gold. I've seen glitter. Not good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm so wow. sorry. To be fair, I watch bad movies on purpose and uh whew. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, uh we uh, did that pretty cleanly here. I mean, we've we did made it. some brackets. We've 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 crushed some I think Paul is probably looking good, and he—I mean, he's uh, a lot of his uh, underdogs have went through. Um, so before I wrap up, let's uh, promote some of the stuff that you're up to, uh, Paul. Uh, first of all, uh, you must be looking good. You feel good about going forward uh, into rounds three, four, five, and six? <laughs> I feel real good, but actually, I—I'm I, really—I don't know. I'm held in suspense right now because. Yes. A lot of the underdogs made it through, and I did not expect that. But I thought I'd be roundly thrashed this time around. So I think next time is when I, when all my steam goes away. Next time, I'm I'm sure. We will see. <laughs> you know. Um, um, but anyways, what are you up to, and uh, what's going on? I am composing like a beast. Um, I'm composing so many things these days. I've got a, um, two Christmas things coming out by a couple of choirs, and. Um, you know, I, I've been just writing a lot. The pandemic is crazy for some things, but it's given me a lot of time to write music. And so that's what I've been working on. A lot of that. <laughs> Great to hear uh, looking on the bright side of things, Paul. Kate, do you still have a chance? I mean, I know we've crushed you, especially in the <sighs> uh, religious uh, uh, modern bracket. But Man. you never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Like, I don't feel totally discouraged yet. Um, but I will say I'm probably not as confident as I thought that I was going to be at this um, state in the game here. So I'm really just curious to see how the next one um, pans out. I'm just so excited. <laughs> and great. Uh, Kate, why don't you promote what's uh, what's happening with you? What's going on? Yeah. So I would invite everyone to check out my Patreon page. Um, I am going to start releasing a bunch of 
Christmas songs actually on there. Oh, great. And yeah, that is going to be exclusive to my Patreon patrons. So if you want to check that out, um, just visit patreon.com. And then I believe my URL for that is uh, like what it is for most of my things, Ms. MS Kate Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can just search, you know, in Google or whatever, Patreon Kate Gordon, and I'm the first thing that comes up there. Well, great. Those uh, two sound like wonderful things. We look forward to all those things happening. Um, Well, I think that does it for round two, guys. I mean, this has been another great episode. Lots of weird stuff has happened, and it's about to get weirder. So I don't know what's going to happen next year. Um, I've been Austin Space. Thank you so much for tuning in for the Thrilling 32. Next week, we're going to take down the Sweet 16. So uh, I'll see you all next week, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Take care.